Hey gorgeous gang, it's LaShonda again and I'm back with another episode of Gorgeous Talk. Uh, today I am actually back to talk about mommy issues again because I feel like it was some things that after my first episode and going back and listening and then having further conversations actually with my mom, I was able to just think more on it and realize how deep sometimes things can be and having conversations again with friends about mommy issues I felt like the spirit didn't want to allow me to move on to another topic and uh so like today I want to discuss like just things growing up that we were taught but didn't really get like any meaning behind it and like again some of the times about some of the stuff that would maybe have been said to you as a child that may have like planted roots in you for things that weren't so positive and so I want to start it off by paralleling something that when I was younger my mom would say to me a lot that as I got older she broke it down in context but by then the damage was kind of already done and so like when I was little my mom would always tell me a lot that I should just be lucky that I was here and I never really knew what she meant by that but I just knew that as a child it made me feel unwanted and like nobody wanted me and as I grew up as an adult like people will always tell me how beautiful I was and oh she's so gorgeous oh she's so pretty oh this oh that but I mean that's just the outside and again growing up and always saying you or you ought to be lucky you made it here you barely made it and stuff like that it just really planted deep roots in me that made me feel like deep down inside like well damn if my mama don't want me like nobody ever really want me and it bred like such a deep insecurity in me and like again looking at me from the outside surface nobody would know that or think that I was an insecure person but I really was but it always started from being younger and hearing my mom tell me that and you know as we got older and grew up and we had conversations about it I realized that her meaning for it was not that she didn't want me but at the time that I was conceived and eventually born was just at a place in her and my dad's relationship where things weren't going well and that's how it came about so that's what she meant but as a child telling that to me I didn't conceive it or process it in that manner and so that just makes me think back again like I said in my first episode how I had to realize the things that I speak into my child is what she'll eventually end up believing about herself and the seeds I planted her from a young age of what's gonna take root in her and so like that was something that really challenged me to have to really see to start trying to see what roots I needed to dig up that could no longer be planted in my life and for me insecurity is was really one of them and I'm still working on it because 
and during that, sometimes I catch myself wanting to compare myself to other people, but I had to realize that God broke the mold when he made me, and it's only going to be one me. It's only ever going to be one to shine the morning haze. And if I don't do the necessary work to get over those things, or I should say heal from it, that what God put me on this earth to do, it'll never be done because it's only one me. It's only, I'm one on one. And that literally means none before and none to come. And I had to realize how special I really was, even in all of my flaws. And it just makes me want to be and work on being a better me so that I can plant seeds in my child that uh, harvest good fruit for her. And I'm just thankful for becoming self-aware of these things before it's too late and before she grows up and she's a grown woman she's trying to heal from stuff that I should have tackled to not breed into her. And another topic, so crazy, but the topic of sex, like growing up my whole life, of course, your mama always tell you, or at least mine did, don't have sex till you're married, don't have sex till you're married, don't have sex till you're married. And it's like, okay, fine, cool, dandy. But if we're being honest, and most of us see it in our children, our nieces, our nephews, cousins, whatever the case may be, them children learn about sex way younger and before you realize that they do. And so, like, with my mom just always telling me, don't have sex till I'm married, but never giving me any true explanation about it besides it's in a Bible, but then not even explaining where it's at in the Bible and why God says you shouldn't. It's just because you don't. And so, it was recently, probably like two months ago, after my mama didn't see me push a baby literally out of my vagina that we finally really had, like, a deep conversation about sex. And we discussed, like, her first time. And when my mama explained to me what her experience was, I said, even even if you would have just told me that, I probably would have never did it. But on the flip side, you just always told me, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But if we being honest, living in our culture... When you're seeing all your friends doing it and talking about it, me personally, I just wanted to see what was going on with it. (laughs) And so I did it, and I don't regret it. Like, I mean, you live and you learn, basically. But if my mama would have told me what she told me standing in the kitchen about two months ago, I probably wouldn't have wanted to do it. But like I told her, I said, Ma, this way you messed up, baby, because when I did it, I really liked it, and I kept on wanting to do it. <laughs> and so that just made me realize, like, when my child, it's not that I'm going to talk to her about stuff that's not age-appropriate, but I want to build a relationship with my mom, not my mom, with my daughter that I feel like she can come to me, and I can go to her, and she'll be honest because... Growing up as a a teenager, like, my mom would always tell us, you could come talk to us, but it would be in what she would say and how she would say it, 
that made you feel like deep down you couldn't really come to her but like as we were as I'm an adult and we were having conversations recently she she made me realize that maybe it was something within myself too because even with growing up with my sister's friends, all of my sister friends would actually go and talk to my mama about all this type of stuff. But just, but you know, it's different with your own children, how they may perceive things. And I mean, mind you, my sister's six years older than me, but it's just like, I felt like I couldn't really go talk to my mama. And I don't know if I perceived it as if though she might be judgmental or if she will be mad at me because for a while in my life, like I said, growing up, I was very insecure and I still battled with it sometimes. But I felt like I had this pressure on me to be perfect. So if I messed up, I feel like I would let everybody down. And so that's something I still kind of battle with because people have high expectations on me and I'm here today to say I'm just walking in my purpose and who God called me to be so if I disappoint you forgive me (laughs) what else you want me to say but just in learning to be aware of my own faults and understanding that nobody's perfect is really helping me heal from issues that I dealt with and struggles that I go through and to jump on the topic of daddy issues my daddy was I don't know how to describe him because he was very so much of manly man I'm gonna protect you I'll provide for you and he was also very loving on the same end but all my life I watched my dad struggle with addiction and it eventually took his life and something that I had to realize that I kind of have is addictive tendencies and if I'm not careful my my worst fear was that I would fall into a pattern of addiction that I could not get myself out of. And if I'm allowed to be honest here, I have struggled with, and I don't really look at it like a drug, but it got to a point to me where I literally needed it. And I'm talking about smoking weed. And we live in a culture today where people going way beyond that. And I've never had urges to like, pop pills, smoke a cigarette, or try no hard drugs or anything like that. But even something as simple as weed, I felt like was starting to take a control of my life. Well, like I needed it to calm my nerves. I started needing it to do everyday everyday things. And that's when I began to notice that it was a problem. And I just remember one day, this was recently, probably about three months ago at this point, uh, that I just began to pray for God to take that taste out of my mouth. And he did. And recently, like, somebody was like, oh, Shonda, I got some, girl, you should try, yada, yada, yada. And at that point, I hadn't smoked for probably, like, a month, maybe going on two months. 
and I fell into that trap. And I remember the enemy tried to trick my mind and be like, "Ha, see, you ain't change. I got you." Like you, you know how the enemy plays tricks in your mind. And I remember, like in that moment, like God convicted me. But when I tell you, God's grace is sufficient because the whole thing is. As my journey with God has been growing stronger, me, I'm confessing it, me, I was still turning to weed to get me through my days. But the thing that I love about God is that he'll reveal to you and he'll let you come to him before you have it all together. And I feel like that's a trick of the enemy to make you feel like you have to have it all perfect to come to come to God before you can present yourself and give your life to him. And I'm just here today to say that no matter what you may be struggling through, whether it may be insecurities within yourself, addiction, whether it may be lust, whether it may be comparing yourself to other people, whether it may be fear. Fear is one of the next topics that I feel like I want to talk about on this um on gorgeous talk because i've allowed myself to live in the shackles of fear for so long and bringing it back to mommy issues i feel like that may have been something that's been generational in my life but recently i was in a car and i was listening to a sermon i can't remember if it was either by pastor mike ty or pastor steven fertek i believe is how you pronounce his name and he said that sometimes you have to remind yourself of what God has done for you. And I just started thinking back on really so many things that I've accomplished that so many people told me that I wouldn't be able to do. Uh, things that I was the first in my family to do that really showed me God's goodness and favor over my life. And Gorgeous talk, like I said, is something that I've been wanting to do for years. But out of fear, I've been keeping myself planted in one spot by feeling like, oh, my God, what are, what are people going to think about me? Uh, what if they don't like me? What if they hate my voice? Like, just all of the craziest things. Because, you know, when you play your voice back and you hear it, you just cringe on the inside. But I feel like God has given me a gift of speaking and encouraging people because it gets dark sometimes and I've been in places where I didn't know if I was gonna make it out and I'm here today to tell you that you can do it if you need to talk hit me in the dms if you got my number and you know me personally just text me I'm always here to listen and to talk to you and to just be an encouraging uh, and a light for you and a world of so much darkness and I just like I say my hopes with gorgeous talk is to literally help transform someone's life to let them see that there is hope on the other side and that you are the one like you can be the exception no matter what you've been through no matter what your family has said about you or how the world is trying to def- has tried to define you. I am here to let you know that you can take back that power and 
if you give it over to the right person, God, he can do a mighty work in your life. And I just hope that one person listening to this, that it can help you and it touches your heart. And I hope that you all have a good day. Again, be with me. I am a work in progress, not a work of perfection. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks for tuning in to Gorgeous Talk. This is literally episode two. And I look forward to being on this journey with y'all. That was me blowing a kiss. Bye, y'all. See you later, Gorgeous Gang.